0: So this is another episode of the Chasing Points podcast with Sam Favada and myself, Brandon Hayes. And uh, it's been an interesting week thus far, Sam, would you say? And we're, I mean, we're, while we're sitting here currently recording this, uh, watching my Brooklyn Nets lose to the Cleveland Cavaliers. But it's the first time we get to watch the big three. So I'm really interested to watch this. So you might hear some oohs and ahs from me. Uh, <laughs> hope you don't mind, Sam
1: oh all good i'm watching it too and i just glance over and it's highlights and i got confused i'm like wait i thought this game was further along so no just ahead halftime. the audience with that but no uh, yeah the big three are, are finally together i know we touched on it last week but it's good to see Kyrie, james harden and and kevin durant all play at the court on the court at the same time yeah Kyrie's currently leading right now uh so that's uh pretty interesting comes back and you're leading
0: the looks like he's leading the team. I think he has 17 points right now, but Katie almost has a triple double Harden's got two points and, uh, four assists. So he's kind of ball's been in his hands, been a mix between him and Kyrie. So it's just really interesting and intriguing to see how this is really going to happen. If you just heard my furnace, I apologize. It is what it is. Uh, it's, it's, it's cold in the Northeast. Um, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, uh, I hope this is, this transpired. I just actually tweeted and said, you know, the death of this team is going to be uh, defense and uh, defense and turnovers, and that's what is plaguing them so far in this game. But we'll we'll see how it turns around.
1: Shout out to Twitter machine. Give out your handle. I don't. Nope. Or you uh, don't want to? They oh, don't even know it yet. All right. No, I'll, I'll definitely <laughs> Today, give it. that chase <laughs> keep Hayes accountable please
0: do do not keep me accountable don't at
1: me (laughs) coming up on chasing points today we're going to take a look at at the AFC and NFC title games this weekend of course the winners of those games will meet in the Super Bowl on February 7th we'll also uh, touch up on some baseball news it's been uh haven't had much baseball talk so far but as pitchers and catchers are soon to report we'll we'll uh you know catch up on the latest news but brandon we start today uh with something we've been meaning to talk about um for a while now is What the uh inauguration well no i mean we, we <laughs> can certainly touch uh, on that congratulations to president biden and vice president kamala harris that's fantastic yes um but that's not what you were talking about i assume deshaun watson oh, okay gotcha you. Got you. Deshaun Watson is who we want to touch up about Uh, the disgruntled star now uh, is uh, trying to get his way out of, of Texas. Uh, He plays for the Houston Texans, their franchise quarterback. And it's never really good when your franchise quarterback wants to get the hell out of town. Well, when you uh,
0: choose to trade away a top five wide receiver in a league, I would even argue to say top three wide receiver in a league. Uh, When you choose to trade him away, when you choose to make Bill O'Brien, not only your head coach, which is a terrible idea in itself, but then you make him the GM of your team as well. uh, That's not a great thing. Uh, You don't really go and get pieces to put around him. And then when you go to hire your GM, you don't even consult with the future of your franchise so i wouldn't really say that they look at him as a franchise quarterback
1: so yeah you could make that case based off of what we see. and uh to really catch everybody up on the the question i was really thinking about knowing that we were going to talk about this today was how the hell did we get here how did we get here with a talent like him you could argue easily that he's a top five quarterback in this league he is a phenomenal talent and we knew this when he was at clemson and he was uh you know just putting up phenomenal stats and and he was drafted 12th overall by the texans so i I put together kind of like a timeline how did we get here and it really started when the texans traded up number 12 in the april 2017 draft he tore his acl during that rookie season but you can remember hayes he was having a great rookie season yeah uh and and he looked great 2018 he's back here's the breakout he's totally recovered from that acl he looks great he makes the pro bowl 2019 another great season he's in the wild card game against the bills they're down 16 to nothing against josh allen josh allen kind of falls apart the bills defense falls apart you remember Deshaun with that phenomenal play at the end in the end zone to yes. to help the texans win that game next it was about a year ago today or this week it was a division round where the texans played the chiefs another great game from watson over 400 total yards three total touchdowns and houston blew and bill o'brien excuse me blew hmm. a 24 point lead the chiefs ended up losing to the eventual Super Bowl winners, the Chiefs, 51 to 31. They were up 24 zip, 51 to 31. So here's where it gets interesting. This past March, the coach and now the general manager, your former nittany line head coach and don't, Patriot great Bill O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> trades one of the best wideouts in the league, DeAndre Hopkins, nuke, they call him, to the Cardinals for what could be referenced, you know, for nothing, essentially. They got David Johnson running back, you know, that can't stay healthy past his prime and some draft picks. And I don't even know what else it's a lot of people regard it as the worst trade ever. Um, and I don't think there's much hyperbole in that. It's, it was really bad. He said at the time, his frustration level was two out of 10. Um. So there you go. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that's not candid enough, Deshaun. So come September 2020, a couple months ago, Bill O'Brien's out. Watson's frustrated, continue to get frustrated. They're trading away draft picks. They're trading away other players. They're not drafting properly, uh, but he's eligible for an extension. Patrick Mahomes just signs the biggest deal in NFL history For Mm -hmm. a quarterback for any position. So Deshaun, it's his turn. He signs a $177 million deal. It's the second largest contract in league history. So now here we are. Texans, as you mentioned, deprived of talent. Finished with the third worst record in the league. When asked, Watson now says his frustration is 10 out of 10. (laughs) Why? Well, (laughs) what's up? You want to say something? Say it. Say <laughs> it. It's, he's been
0: he's been this way since they traded Nuke. Like I don't I don't know why he lied to everybody and said it was two out of ten. just uh, Sean, you are lying to the world. Stop capping. You're lying to everybody right now. Two out of ten when they trade arguably the best weapon that you may ever have in your whole entire NFL career. And guess what? You're only two out of 10, but now after all of this happens, you're now 10 out of 10, you are lying. You've been 10 out of 10 for a while. You just wanted to play it right because he's a stand-up guy. So he did what he had to do and that's it. And, and and now we're here. Now we're here and hearing the rumors of places he may go. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So,
1: Deshaun wants a change in the front office. The Texans historically poorly run since their inception. Uh, I don't even know when that was, 2002, I think they became a franchise. Uh, So owner Cal McNair, the son of the legendary Steve Steve McNair. No, God, nothing. Bob McNair. No. (laughs) Nowhere close to Steve McNair. uh, Said that they're going to retain Jack Easterby as their VP of football ops. Watson was supposed to be involved in the GM search we we talked about a couple weeks ago that the Texans just you know hired this firm search firm to help consult a new general manager and coach they said screw it we're hiring Nick Casario formerly of the Pats who cares (laughs) (laughs) interviews were still happening when they did that by the way yeah so it's like how do you like going in for a job interview knowing that you have no shot but then watson also wanted the team to interview uh chief's offensive coordinator eric bianemy that didn't happen there's still no head coach in texas uh in uh, houston but it won't be bianemy and uh you know there's also some social issues that uh watson wants addressed wants the texans to step up and and be more proactive on that front there's a long history of Bob McNair and uh, you know, kind of the the racial injustice and uh, you know a lot of the uh, movement that has happened in the last few years. It you know part of it kind of stems from comments Bob McNair McNair made a couple of years ago when the Texans first took a knee uh, uh, after Colin Kaepernick and and I think this was in 2017 and bob mcnair famously said uh we can't let the in, uh, inmates run the asylum and that was you know though he apologized and said he did not mean to call the football players inmates in that regard the, the correlation there it was just the phrase that he used and it was you know he apologized for that but historically there is that and that i'm sure also weighs on Deshaun. so here we are one of the best quarterbacks in, uh, football best playmakers and football wants out.
0: First off uh, to to the Bob McNair thing. Um, and, and to just if you think that you're going to change or sway, uh, the good old boys club, uh, that's led by Jerry Jones. Um, it's not going to happen. Um, it's different with the NBA. Um, it could be different with the NFL, but that's it's it's way different. Uh watching how the players don't necessarily stand together until as of recent. Uh, but I have we could do a whole podcast on it, and I would love to actually. Um, but for now, um, yeah, that's just not gonna happen. You have to go to somebody that's is more uh more of forward thinking, and that's not him. Um so if Deshaun wants that, he's not gonna get it there, but but now we're hearing rumors and you shared with me today one in particular, which I thought was pretty hilarious because, of course, you shared it. Um, it was uh, <laughs> Richard Sherman uh, saying that pretty much Deshaun should go to New York and not the Giants, not the Bills, but to Sam's Jets. And guess what? I'm actually here for it. Uh, Deshaun actually stays in uh New Jersey, New York area during the off season. Um so it's not something that he wouldn't be accustomed to. Uh his personality, his his demeanor fits well in New York. Uh as I told you Sam, I think he looks hella dope in in that uh jersey. I think he'd bring some uh I don't think. He would definitely bring life to a pretty dead team. Um but I, I side note, I, I just thought it was funny that it's like Jamal Adam leaves, Adam Gase leaves. Now Adam Gase might be in Seattle, and then Deshaun might be coming to the Jets, and he's probably sitting over there like, "Shit, did I play my cards too soon?" Oh, you Jamal, yeah, yeah, you may have, my friend.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting how that carousel works. Deshaun has a no trade clause he wants out, he holds all the leverage, you know, you could say, well, Sam, he signed a $177 million contract. You know, why did he take the money? It's just, you know, you see this in the NBA all the time. The Texans were poised to give him the most money. He takes it. You know, I used to have a problem with this a long time ago. I would be like, and I'd say years and years ago, like, he signed a deal. He should honor the deal. But, like, here's the thing. It's like, you would take the deal, too, right? He uh, has enough. Yeah, you would take $177 million up front if you could get it. Uh, so, you know, he he has that no trade clause in there for a reason. Now he holds all the leverage. There's a lot of rumors going around because it's going to take a lot to get Deshaun Watson on your team. Of the course. miami dolphins come about they hold the third pick in the draft ironically that third pick in the draft is the texans pick that was traded in a prior trade um so you know you hear the lions you know maybe cutting ties with matthew stafford you hear um you know the jets as as hayes mentioned they you know have a lot of draft capital as well uh, there's even some rumors about jacksonville i don't think that's going to happen just because when you have tyler lawrence you uh, uh you trevor you take lawrence, lawrence mm-hmm. trevor lawrence you you take trevor lawrence but you know it's it's interesting where do you, you think the jets are the are the best fit for him right now i don't
0: i don't know if they're the best fit for him per se um there's there's a couple places that i would think just depending on certain moves that he would be great for like i do think he would be great in miami um i think that'd be perfect uh with uh flores running the show down there i think uh his his tutelage would help uh the people that they have in place down there would help and they have some solid solid uh personnel uh so i i don't i don't see that being a a bad place for him to land i'm i'm trying to think cuz i think matthew stafford will probably end up as the Colts, uh, quarterback. Um, so I, I think him being in Detroit also wouldn't be, uh, bad, but they did just fire, uh, what's his name? Uh,
1: fat boy from the Patriots. What was his Matt name? Patricia. Thank you. Yeah. Named Dan Campbell, their new head coach okay. uh, today officially. Yeah. So
0: fresh start, you know, I mean, I mean to go from there. I mean, it, you got to, de- it depends on if Galladay stays as well, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be gone. Um, so it, it really, really depends. But I, I think uh, just touching base on your team kind of real quick, because I don't want you to, <laughs> to to, get in your Sam Jets emotional bag, but I, I, I a, really don't think that Sam Darnold is getting a fair shake. Uh, because i think he is a solid quarterback I, I, you put you put uh gold in uh <laughs> you put gold in a pile of uh shit uh it's going to be gold in a pile of shit it's surrounded by it. you're not you can't do anything with it you got to wipe it off clear it out and surround it with something good Sorry, that's the best way I could describe it. Describe it to y'all, uh, but it, it's it's not going to go anywhere. You, in order, it's what the Jets really should be doing uh, is they should be getting pieces like an offensive lineman, um, building up wide receivers, uh, you know, just doing things su- as such. Uh, but going and trying to get Deshaun Watson would be great for your organization because you instantly have. Uh, you I think you're above 500 immediately but again you're still stuck in the
1: same predicament if you can't protect the quarterback then what are you gonna do yeah I think Makai Becton the Jets first round pick last year was a huge step in the right direction and uh, he he played great when he was actually on the field he's big boy he runs hella fast for his size I think he's like six, seven, 300 pounds. I'm not sure how much he actually weighs, or you know his his measurements. But he's he's fast. He's agile. Um, he's a he was a steal. He's stepped in the right direction. We met. We talked about Darnold last time. We're both on the same page. I still I'm a Sam Darnold truther. I think there's a lot of mistakes he makes. There's a lot of poor reads he has. But that line has been atrocious and his weapons have been non-existent. Frank Gore, Hall of Fame, Frank Gore, but still that was his you know, running back this year. Brashard Perryman couldn't stay on the field. Denzel Mims couldn't get on the field right away. And Jamison Crowder had his issues, but he was the most reliable um, receiver that they had. And also you're in an Adam Gase um, offense that we touched on last week. I never want to see a third and long wide receiver screen again, and that's pretty much all that um, all that Adam Gase runs. So, you know, Sam, I still believe in Sam, but what it comes down to, I think, is when you have the opportunity to get Deshaun Watson. And the irony of this for me is uh, a lot of my friend, Jet fan friends, were saying when the Jets had the sixth pick in the draft in two thousand seventeen. We should have drafted Sean Watson and we, we got Jamal Adams, um, but now, you know, we could be poised to, to pay a lot for him. We have the capital. I say we as Jets fans, we own the second pick. We own the 23rd pick. We have a lot of other second and third round picks this year. And in future years, Joe, Joe Douglas knows what he's doing. I think New York would be a great fit. I think when you have someone as smart and vocal as Richard Sherman, who played for our new head coach, Robert Sala, for so many years in 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 the Bay. And Sherman's not going back to San Francisco. He's already stated that. So could Sherman end up here? That'd be great. It'd be a great way to help capture this locker room and create this identity and culture that, you know, we spoke about last time. I would love to see it. As much as I love Sam Darnold, I will pack those two number one picks and Sam Darnold to Houston for Deshaun Watson.
0: That's interesting. Sam turning on Sam. I think that's a great note to hey, end on the topic. Uh <laughs> yeah, no, you just you turned on so, Sam. Just leave yeah, it there. For sure. Just leave it there. That's it. <laughs> so let's talk about uh these big games that are coming up this weekend. It is uh the championship conference, conference championship weekend. Uh I'm super ecstatic about the games. Uh speaking of which, I, we were tied on our picks or were, did you win on your picks
1: for last week? I picked the Saints. I got that wrong. You picked the Ravens. You got that wrong. So, so we tied. Okay. Cool. Yeah. We're, All right. We're both three and one.
0: Okay. So it's, we'll we'll see where we're at after at the end of this week. Uh, but we have uh two games. Uh, AFC game. It is it is the Bills at Chiefs, and then we have the NFC game, which is the Bucks and Packers. Unpack the AFC game for us, Sam.
1: Well, the big news out of this one, and we touched on on Sunday, is, you know, former MVP, best player in the league, Patrick Mahomes, he's still in concussion protocol. But according to uh, Andy Reid, coach of the Chiefs, he took all the snaps in practice on Wednesday, Mm -hmm. but he's still, you know, in a limited no contact portion Mm -hmm. of the concussion protocol. So on Tuesday, ESPN reported that he's cleared a lot of big steps, but it's too early to say he'll play. The thing about the concussion protocol, it's, it's you know, NFL's taken a lot of heat on how they've dealt with concussions over the last decade. And really, even before that, but really have ramped up their protection of these athletes. And Mahomes needs to be cleared by a third-party doctor, and that includes a neurological evaluation so he's in one of the steps there it looks like he could play i really think he needs to play for the chiefs to definitively for me to say they can win he needs to play for the
0: nfl because the nfl yes. does not want to see any as <laughs> the quarterback so they're in a they're in a pickle themselves even though you're even, trying to even say, more importantly yeah they they've they've uh they hold the fact of it's a, it's a real true pickle for the NFL because you know, they want Mahomes because he's the face of the NFL, but they also have to worry about, as you said, concussion protocol and them looking bad with that. So it's uh, I, I'm really interested to see how this plays out because they could, you know, yeah, listen, a business like the NFL with the power that they have, I'm pretty sure they can get that third party doctor be like, Hey, listen, we'll slide a little extra in your pocket just to say he's good because we need to get these
1: ratings. Don't don't be surprised if some shit like that happens. I'm just telling you. Well, right. that's kind right. of what uh, used to happen, right? And, you know, yeah. I don't know if money was changing hands, but it was it was the head coach, the GM, the owner going to the doc and saying, you know, these docs are, uh, you know, employed by the team. Hey, uh, Dr. Favata, I we need Pat on Sunday. It's got a good ring to it, Dr. Favada. Got a good ring to it.
0: Hey, nah, I, me, I, but... <laughs> um I, I don't i don't know so, I, I'm, I'm i'm really curious i mean the game for me it teeters my pick teeters on if obviously Mahomes is playing or not if Mahomes is playing i, I think the she it's going to be a close game i, I think the game's going to be separated by a, a field goal uh if if mahones is playing if Mahomes is not playing the bills will win so if I have to give a pick, Sam, for this, which I really don't want to because I don't know where Mahomes is, I'm going to go with the Chiefs uh, for this particular game. I'm sorry, New York. I'm sorry to the only real New York team. Uh, and I love I love you guys up there with the garbage plates. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Um, but uh, I don't think you got it this year. But maybe next year. What you got, Sam?
1: If I have to pick right now, I think Mahomes will play. I'm not a doctor. Concussions can hit you at different times, but I'm gonna make this pick, assuming that the Chiefs play uh Chiefs play Mahomes, and I think the Chiefs can win. Um again, play you know, the Bills haven't really looked like the, the midseason bills, but they've been winning. They've been proving that they can win in a lot of different ways and and josh allen hasn't played great but he's relied you know his defense has got him through there's been big plays when they need to happen big kicks you know i wouldn't be surprised if the bills win with or without mahomes but if i had to you know if we're picking right now and we are i'm gonna say the chiefs um, hopefully he plays and we don't look that bad but. well even
0: if he does play i think we have to take into consideration that how good is he going to be on the field then who's to say that another hit doesn't jar his uh his uh dome yeah. loose again and he's back into the same exact thing so
1: he won't it, be running on a uh, taken off very uh, much i'm it, sure
0: no if he does i'm pretty sure he'll be giving himself up um unless it's like hey we really need this one that's the only time i can see him doing something opposite of that but i'm pretty sure he will be sliding um so yeah, I, I that's uh I, I'm really really intrigued to see that game. I'm definitely more so intrigued to see uh the Fogey against uh <laughs> the arm uh Rodgers over here. So this is I normally don't bet against Aaron Rodgers, especially when it comes into playoff times. Uh but I'm betting against him. I'm betting on all these uh i'm I'm betting on tom brady's experience i'm betting on bruce arians and i'm betting on ab to show up in this game because gronk hasn't showed up yet but i also see teams still double teaming him which is pretty interesting um so i'm I'm going with the uh the buccaneers i still think they have too many weapons obviously i'm not gonna sound like a homer of one of the other reasons why i'm going for the bucks but listen to other podcasts you'll you'll know why um but <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm going bucks definitely definitely going bucks on this one it's gonna be hard though i think this i think this is a a one touchdown game
1: So the bucks come into to uh, lambeau field on sunday three o'clock it's going to be like 20 degrees i think it might snow i don't know i haven't looked i don't keep up on green bay wisconsin weather but you think you think they'll get it done in the snow in the elements, the frozen tundra. I'm going to pick Rogers and I'm going to pick the Packers. If it snows, I'm
0: sure there'll be another rule made for Tom Brady for the following so, season.
1: It's been 20 years. So it's, you know, we're, we're due. So I was about to say, so we're due then <laughs> another so, tuck rule or, or something else.
0: Yeah. it will be something that yeah. goes his way. And you know, it's the golden boy. I mean, the NFL is going to run. I, I, I fully and wholeheartedly believe that the NFL is is the most corrupt <laughs> sports league that we have. So I I wholeheartedly believe that there's somehow some way uh, that they want their golden boy to be in the Super Bowl again. I mean, what type of storyline would that be? It's Tom Brady. He left New England after being there his whole career. He goes to this other team one year, and he makes it to the Super Bowl. And then on top of that, they're playing in their home
1: Arena, their home stadium. Yeah, the Thank Super you. Bowl's at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa this year. So that would be the first time ever that a team plays at their home stadium. I don't know how many fans will be permitted there. It's Florida. So who knows? You know, I'm not, you know, there could be a full house. I'm not really sure. But uh, uh, sure of it. you don't think the NFL, like, Sure, Tom Brady, the storylines—that's great. But I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's a first-ballot Hall of Famer too. We're not talking about, like, you know, Chad henny here. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers, who's been,
0: who's been the face of championships in NFL for sure. as long as you've known. Okay, so Aaron right. Rodgers has got one ring, right? Rodgers has got his State Farm commercials, cool. But Tom Brady is Tom Brady. No matter what, he's the greatest quarterback of all time, whether people want to admit it or not. He's the greatest quarterback of all times, at least the rings say so right. So why not put this guy in front of there again It builds it builds drama it builds storylines like Aaron Rodgers winning. Yes, it builds certain storylines but again as i pegged, did you they'll talk about it all super bowl week it's an easy build up an easy play easy way to spin it um an easy way to bring it in into next season too uh to continue well does tom does tom retire now that he if he just imagine they win the super bowl they get to the super bowl they win does tom retire now that he's now proved that he can do this without him does he stay and continue like how many storylines do you think they can build off that uh, that's that's the reason why I look at it that way. And if I'm playing um, Mr. Conspiracy Theorist,
1: yeah, I again I think the Bucks have a really good shot. But and that defense, the Bucks' defense is the top-ranked defense all year, and they showed it on Sunday. Uh, even though you know Drew Brees can't throw the ball anymore they still they roughed up that team they made it really difficult alvin kamara got nothing in the air uh, they really shut him down um i i just think this this packers offense aaron Rodgers is playing out of his mind aaron jones Devonte adams the the things that you know lazard and and valdez scantling had some great plays and Lazard had that huge touchdown the motion that that you know this offense has and the deception and the the different schemes that Matt LaFleur could um put together it's really going to be it's really going to be great and the packers defense has gotten a lot better over the last couple seasons as well i just think you know that the packers made the title game last year i think they're going to make it to the super bowl so i have packers you have bucks we both have the chiefs making it to the super bowl so we will be here on Sunday night, recorded Sunday night, dropped uh, first thing Monday morning, recapping these title games. And it, it should be a great week—a uh, weekend of football. I agree. I agree. Yeah.
0: Go ahead. Now you know what you want to do. Yep. Go ahead. <laughs> for everyone's
1: favorite segment this week's, do you care major league baseball free agent edition? I need, Woo-hoo! I need sounds. I need like an air horn. I need things going on so we've neglected baseball over the last couple weeks but that's because we're it's football playoffs so there's a huge nba trades there's a lot going on and uh we're gonna get to a lot of it now so do you care back and better than ever brandon the yankees just locked up and i say just because this was last week and we had to cut it because you know james <laughs> harden yankees locked up dj lemahue six years 90 million dollars Fifteen million a year they could spread it over the next uh, six years he was rumored to get uh almost 80 million from the blue jays but uh for four years so here we are dj LeMahieu back with the new york yankees do you care absolutely yes
0: absolutely uh same, i care man. i this care because years. i think he is no i don't think He is literally the best hitter that the Yankees have. Uh, The most consistent hitter that the Yankees have. Um, But to go with that is his fielding as well. Uh, He is a solid second baseman. Um, Gold Glover. Glover. Yep, Yep, Gold Glover. Uh, But the fact that the Yankees got him for a discount is the biggest part to me because he could have gotten paid. I'm pretty sure the Mets were going to pay him. Uh, who's the other team? These are the blue Jays. I'm sure the yep. the, if it was $80 million uh, rumored. I'm sure he, if he could have taken that, but I think he feels and that they're the Yankees are right there. Um, and going to the blue Jays, honestly, I mean, they're, they're a solid squad. Um. A lot of young talent. We'll get to them in yeah, a second. They're yes, really definitely. poised
1: to to step up and and be a contender for um, for a good while.
0: Absolutely, but I think I think the rapport that he's built with the Yankees, uh knowing that he's probably going to be taking care with the Yankees, and, and again, if you're in the New York market, you you uh, are allowing yourself to get some extra type of money, some extra type of incentive. Uh, sponsorship type thing even though he's not a guy to be in front of the camera like that he still gives you opportunities uh especially if you're you become beloved uh in in new york it's the sky's the limit for you
1: this this signing and dj le in general shows the brilliance of brian catchman because for so long especially in the early 2000s you know when, when george was running the yankees it was spend 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 Giambi get whoever you know whoever will come here throw extra money at them and a couple years ago Manny Machado was rumored to come to Yankees for years before he was even a free agent Bryce Harper huge contracts they end up signing respectively in, in San Diego and Philly and the Yankees say nope they they do their due diligence they go on meetings with these guys these are star athletes they end up signing DJ for two years, $24 million. A lot of people said, well, I'm in, um, you know, he's in Colorado. He won a batting title. He won a gold glove. But Colorado, thin air, really elevates the ball. Can he do this in the American League? Can he do it in the AL East? He's the team's MVP for the last two years. He's been, the as as you mentioned, the best hitter on the team. He's better than Judge. He's hitting better than Stanton, even when Stanton can get on the field. Glaber, certainly Gary Sanchez. He is the MVP. He's been in the MVP voting. And for Cash to say, all right, you want – he wanted six years. He wanted – he's 32, 33 years old, which is – it's up there when you're an athlete. And when you – you pl- I mean, he plays second, first, and, and third. And uh, all right, you want – You want more money? Go get it. Go find it. He was confident that this, you know, they were going to have the best deal. So, yes, at first I was like, six years, what are they doing? The guy's going to be 38, 39 years old. You know, eventually I'm sure he'll move to first base permanently. But what are they doing? That's a ton of time. And then you look, it's like it's $15 million a year he doesn't really have the profile of an athlete that is going to deteriorate in the sense of he's just going to fall off the face of the earth. He's, he hits well over 300. He's got a great glove. He, you know, he hits the top of the lineup. He's not the fastest guy in the world, but he's got speed and sure. He's going to take a step back in a lot of these categories he's played out of his mind the last two years, but for cash to say, Hey, you know, you want to go to Toronto, go to Toronto. He knew that there weren't many offers, at least out there now. And DJ did the smart thing. He only took 10 million more, but he got those extra years of protection and a paycheck. And it really just kind of shows the deals that, you know, Cashman knows the market and what he's willing to pay for for guys. And he stole them, he, he stole them. How about we leave
0: it on this Cashman, since you're really good at making deals shrink Gene Carlo's contract or get him out of here because he's god awful.
1: Go ahead, Sam. Go to the next one, please. You know, they, they got the Marlins to take a lot of that deal. And um, you know, they only they're only paying Stan like $25 mil a year. It's too much. I was just they got the Marlins to take a lot
0: of that and they're still paying them still yeah. paying that man too much. But that's all Jeter was just
1: like, hey, here you go. Whatever. Yeah, whatever, man.
0: Yeah. Just take it so go ahead so, next one speaking
1: of the yankees they also signed two time Cy young award winner Corey kluber to a one-year deal in 2019 kluber only pitched about 35 innings he got hurt took a four uh baseball off a of forearm i think in, in 2020 he pitched only one inning oh no this was last year he, he pitched one inning he took a ball off the forearm and then he had like a quad strain basically and he when he was with the Rangers and he didn't play. So he had a 289 ERA across 215 innings in 2018 won the set young. And again, he's had some bad luck with the, um, you know, with injuries. Do you care?
0: Yes. If you can stay healthy or even if he's an yep. inch of, or even a small resemblance of what he used to be, uh, He'd be solid. Uh, the fact that the Yankees are what it looks like they're not going to be bringing Tanaka back, and that Tanaka will be going to Japan because he's going to get a essentially a more lucrative deal. Uh, I I do love the fact that he won't be playing playing for another uh, team because I love Tanaka. Uh, his problem was he just never could stay healthy, um, and then anytime he was healthy, he had no support. He was the ace from the team for so long, and and then nothing to really support around it but um no I think I think Kluber is great I think the moves that the Yankees are making for uh pitching at this point in time is great I really wish they would pick up Trevor Bauer uh that's a that's who I really want the Yankees to pick up also the uh what's the young man from uh, Castillo uh from Luis Castillo from yeah, the Reds, yeah I pray that the Yankees get him because I've watched this change up and that is it's just filth uh, it's one of the nastier pitches in it's baseball yeah. filthy um and they're gonna have to give up a lot to do that but that's also okay because guess what i'm fine with the they have the bats they have the offense they've been one of the top ranked offenses for the past like five years with uh some of the pieces in the roster and adding pieces uh they gary sanchez is done
1: with the yankees or he's still there right they, now? they offered him a contract he i'm sure higoshi uh kyle higashioka is gonna spend more time catching um yeah. we saw be cole's personal catcher at, at you know at some point last year but sanchez is still in yankees plans for now for sure
0: that's that's terrible and i don't know if you know that kyle and uh cole actually have a, a really good yeah. relationship
1: yep. but okay that's cool. great yeah um but uh well the yeah. listeners may not know but it's it's good to know that your $300 million dollar Pitcher, you know, loves his his catcher. Well, because they, I mean, they're friends. Like they grew up. Like they yeah. played with each other
0: before. Is that for those that don't know? Um. So I think that's that's an awesome awesome fit for them. Um. Gary can go somewhere though. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm just really, really interested because the Yankees, the biggest piece that's been missing for the Yankees is pitching when it comes down to it. It, it showed when they played against the Astros uh, and lost him them when they actually had Cole. Uh, it's it shown it every single time they get to a point of, okay, can the Yankees go forward? And then it's just like the pitching just implodes. And then at times the defense is shaky, but shoring up that rotation I, I think he's gonna be pretty, pretty solid.
1: Yeah, my you know, I care. I think this is great. Obviously, you want Corey Kluber to be Corey Kluber, but I would not rely on him for anything. Um I was going to ask you do the Yankees have enough to compete? I don't think so at the moment. You saw what, you know, how they battled against the Rays. They've you know they need more pitching. Garrett Cole is best pitcher in baseball. Him and DeGrom, I think, are the two best pitchers in baseball. Um, but behind behind Cole, Paxton's gone. Jay Happ just signed with the Twins today. Bye-bye. Yeah, peace out. Um, behind Cole and Kluber, you have Jordan Montgomery. Inconsistent, but 28 years old could be great. Davy Garcia, the future of this team, again, showed you know flashes of brilliance, but essentially going into his rookie year. Domingo Herman, who was suspended all of last year for a domestic violence incident, he will be eligible to play. Um, and then you have guys in the bull in the bullpen like Michael King or, and Clark Schmidt, who are are young players that could could take a spot in this rotation. That's not enough. You can't rely. You know, as as big of a fan I am of of Garcia and Schmidt and Herman. If if he's ends up being the old Herman, it's not enough. I, you know, I think a trade for you saw the Padres make all of these huge trades recently, Blake Snell and you Darvish and um, what's the other guy they just got? Um, it's I'm I'm blanking right now. Yeah, no, oh, Joe Mushgrove. You there you go. So like you're seeing all the you know all these pitchers getting traded, and you're like, what do the Yankees have to do to get one of them? um if if you're looking at the Yankees so I don't think it's enough I love Trevor Bauer uh Castillo's again mentioned he's filthy. the um the Yankees need more to compete I think and that brings me to the the Blue Jays a team they share division with the Yankees they just signed uh as of this morning former Astros outfielder and UConn alumni George Springer to a six-year 150 million dollar deal Springer, 31, played the last seven years with the Astros. He hit 270 with 174 homers in almost 800 games. Three-time All-Star World Series winner in 2017. Also a part of that sign-stealing scandal on those teams. Um, Six years, 150, or six years, 90 million for DJ LeMayhew. I'll take DJ, but Hayes, George Springer to the Blue Jays. Do you care? even though
0: he's a part of the cheating Astros, uh, even though he's not technically anymore, you still always will be uh, looked at that way. I do care uh, because of them being, it it makes the AL East uh, that much harder, um, especially with the teams growing. I mean, the Rays got better, Well, essentially they probably got worse because he lost Snell, Um, but they're still a solid team. The Rays always lose solid players and still make solid runs all the time it's crazy um, isn't it? it it's it's nuts uh the the blue jays uh, as you alluded to earlier they're building a real young a good young core with uh vlad guerrero jr like that's just a monster um they also have uh what's his
1: name son his bgo son correct uh, kevin so, biggio yeah. uh, craig biggio son they have dante correct. bichette jr who is one of my favorite players in baseball, that's or uh, Bo Bichette, uh, who is Dante Bichette, formerly Boba He's his son, cool. Bo Bichette, yeah, got you. So, uh, yeah,
0: I, I'm just, I, I think they're they're uh, a viable team. Uh, yep. I, I definitely think that they're going to give everybody in the division uh, a run for their, uh, their money. I, I honestly think it's going to be, uh, a pretty interesting team to see and and to come because now they're they're starting to build their their team with some of these staple young players and then now adding vets like like George Springer he's a solid baseball player uh, outside of everything all the nonsense he's really really a solid baseball player so I think this is a big move for them so I do care Sam
1: so. yeah I think it's I think it's a good move um the you know I saw a lot of praise on on Twitter and and online today you know that the Blue Jays have clearly been very eager to, to sign some bats. And, uh, you know, they, I mentioned they made a run at DJ. They uh, also signed Kirby Yates closer for the Padres, former Yankee. I know you remember that. Um, he led baseball in saves last year, but only made a couple of appearances in the short in 2020 season, uh, cause he had an elbow injury, but he's healed. He could be their closer. Um, they've had a lot of bullpen problems with Ken Giles in in toronto and ken's gone so speaking of toronto they almost signed uh springer's former teammate michael brantley uh but he ended up today signing back with the astros brings a you know so do i care yes i i think it's a great move am i nervous of what the blue jays could be in the next decade sure because vlad jr if he plays up to his potential bichette biggio drew pearson uh uh great pitching prospect for uh for the blue jays so you know i i think like every team could always use some more pitching and i think that's going to be interesting to see um you know where they go from there and you know it could be interesting um you know i'm not worried i'd be worried as a if i was an astro fan i'd be worried about the astros I, i mentioned michael brantley you mentioned springer brantley's coming back Carlos Correa is in a walk year. You lose Garrett Cole. Mm-hmm. Jose Altuve did not play well last year. Not at all. Justin Justin Verlander is like thirty eight and having Tommy John surgery. So still a monster. He will come back. Yeah, right. But when will he come back, and what will that look like? And uh, you know, Kyle Tucker, great young prospect. They have some pitchers, Fran Valdez and and Christian Javier and and whatnot. And Zach Granke's there, but. You know, I'm, I'm. This is in our pregame notes here, but what do you think of the Astros' moves? And you know, are they still a contender in the West? Is this a bonus? I don't. Uh, do you care? Because yeah, if it, do you I you don't care? care
0: anything about nope. the Astros. I hope they implode. And I would love to watch them just suffer for the next 15 to 20 years for what they did to everybody in the MLB. And for those that are going to sit here and say, well, every team cheats or every team looks at the calls or, or they're they're reading what the catch is. Okay i get it these dudes are banging on trash cans and using cell phones and and sonar and morris code and all this other <laughs> bs so i don't even want to hear it buzzers. right yeah pretty much exactly buzzers got things that's gonna how, just like come
1: on like how crazy is like i know we haven't we've talked about this offline but like how crazy is this whole scheme where like you're banging on trash cans <laughs> And you're doing this for like half a season. No one figure figures Nobody it out. Nobody knows. Come People's... on, guys. <laughs> uh, but that's... anyway, yeah, I I don't care about the Astros. They'll find a way to win. They're you know they rely heavily on analytics. They're a pretty resourceful team. Um, you know, these uh, Bregman's a beast. Uh, that's uh, the only player from that team that uh,
0: I really like uh because the way that he plays like he's just he's just a phenomenal baseball player in general uh but again he's still a part of that cheating ass team so it is what it is for him too
1: yeah so so yeah who cares astros um yeah so that that wraps up do you care and a much awaited baseball segment on the show wrapping up Hayes. it is when you hear this it's gonna be thursday morning it's almost the weekend what are you looking forward to this weekend uh the person that i can't stand the
0: most in ufc returns that is connor mcgregor uh he will be fighting mr poyer uh and it's a rematch and i'm i'm intrigued to see connor and see what he looks like i, I keep hearing that his boxing skills are 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 a one because he's Train, he's been training for a potential rematch with Floyd and a, a potential bout with Manny Pacquiao. Uh, so I'm, I'm interested to see it. I, I know he's as of recent has uh, Max Holloway fought this past weekend, and in the middle of the fight, while he's fighting the gentleman, I forgot the guy he's fighting, he's giving him the hands, and he says I'm the best bo- best, best boxer in UFC. And Connor, of course, had a comment about that. Um, but Connor's also essentially called out Khabib again, uh, who Khabib choked him out. Uh, it's crazy to me that you call out somebody that chokes you out. I it just wild to me, yeah, but whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so again, I think if, if I would love to see Connor fight Khabib, I would love to see Khabib come back. Uh, people seem to think that if they had a rematch, that Connor would win again, if Khabib, I don't, I'm never betting against the guy that wrestles bears um <laughs> yeah just not something i'm gonna do uh because i don't know any person i've ever met in my lifetime that wrestles bears so uh yeah i'll leave it at that but i'm interested to seeing that for sure and uh and some more of this nba action this weekend so yeah it'll it'll be fun i don't know if i want to meet
1: anyone that that you know wrestles bears so yeah i agree with you i'm, I'm good i'm good <laughs> there yeah looking forward to that i don't i don't buy many uh pay-per-views um, and i'm not i'm getting more into ufc and you know I, i've been told by several people to check this out um so you I probably uh... should sure. probably be one of the uh the better fights is because uh
0: it's dustin dustin poirier, poirier if i remember correctly um he's a solid fighter um he's a boy from the bayou uh you get to hear that cajun essentially that that accent uh but that boy he scraps uh he's uh He's definitely a scrapper, but Connor scraps as well too. So it's gonna be somebody's getting knocked out. One hundred percent, somebody's getting knocked out this fight. Uh, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to the ground much. I mean, I'm sure it will touch the mat, but somebody's definitely getting knocked out this fight. Whether right. it's Connor or Poirier, I don't know, but somebody's definitely
1: kissing the mat. And this is Connor's first fight in in uh, some time, right? Yeah. How, did he come back to the UFC since he uh, did that whole boxing thing? Yes. That was a Khabib fight that he tapped out. Uh
0: he no, he fought um Cowboy. Cowboy Cerrone, and he beat Cowboy Cerrone by hitting him with L, uh his shoulder. He had him in the clinch, the, the Muay Thai clinch and kept hitting him with his shoulder and essentially ended the fight by ramming his shoulder into his face. Um, seems fun yeah yeah seems like a great thing i i would love for somebody to come do that to me uh said no one ever uh
1: so yeah (laughs) uh that's that is what i'm looking forward to and uh yeah that that's it yeah so i'm gonna spend the weekend brushing up on ufc i have some very close friends of mine that love ufc and probably embarrassed that i'm even asking some of these questions because i just don't know but that's what sports is about right so I'm going to brush up on UFC. I'm going to sit my ass on the couch on Sunday and just watch wall-to-wall football, two great games. I'm going to make some wings and uh, drink a nice IPA and just have a, have a good day and um,
0: have a nice day.
1: I'm sorry. I just, I just thought of, mankind i'm sorry <laughs> we just said that that's just what happened that's it all uh,
0: right. So yeah that's it for us here uh for another episode of chasing points again this has been sam and brandon we appreciate you guys listening tune in uh for the pod on monday uh and have a great weekend watching all this uh wonderful uh set schedule of uh sports that are coming your way we love y'all peace peace